Assalamu alaikum and welcome to our 14th episode of ABC Islam and our 11th episode of our very exciting season Ramadan Ready. We are two Muslim sisters talking about the ABCs of Islam all the way to XYZ. Today we're going to be talking about a very important topic about evil eye or al-ayn and if we really should be caring about it and also how to protect ourselves from the evil eye. Over here I have my Muslim sister. How are you today? Alhamdulillah, I've been very good. What about you? Alhamdulillah, I've been good too. And if you'd like to know more about us, please check out our trailer or alternatively the description box below. But today we're actually going to be talking about this very significant topic about evil eye and, you know, what we can do about it and what is it about and all those questions will be answered. Well, hopefully. So the first question that we're going to be actually asking, well, I'm going to be asking is, what is evil eye or al-ayn? Um, I think that this is a topic that I don't think anybody is, you know, unaware of anymore because I think that it's so much on the rise. Evil eye, also known as nazar, um, according to many cultures. But yeah, definitely evil eye is something that is when one person looks at the other person or another animal or an object or anything like that and tries to cause harm. So this is like very powerful because just looking at them and having a negative emotion regarding them or about them, you can actually cause harm to the other person or an object or even an animal like that sounds very scary in my opinion and what do you think about that uh, I completely agree with your definition of evil eye and I definitely think that it involves mostly negative thoughts like jealousy because if someone is actually like jealous they usually um would want to do evil like evil eye on you or, or uh, things like that on you and at the same time I also feel like if you have done wrong to someone they also might want to put evil eye on you so for example maybe you've stolen from someone and you know you're not giving them the right thing and or maybe you haven't forgiven someone or you've done something wrong or you've not given justice then sometimes people can do evil eyes so it usually involves negative thoughts like that for a specific reason because I don't think anyone would do evil eye for no reason on someone it's usually because you've done something wrong or because they just want they're just jealous of you and another thing is that um you know right now like sadly the situation is that anyone can really do it obviously exists most in the muslim community and it usually involves jinn possession or black magic or sihr or something like that but yeah that is kind of what evil eye is about I definitely agree with that and I think that it mostly arises from negative emotions like jealousy and stuff and I also think that we have to find out now is evil eye really that serious and what we should do about it? Um, so definitely uh, that is something that a lot of people ask because I see that there are some people who I know really cares about evil eye or you know it's mostly known in I think Asian community is known as Nazar. So a lot of people always say that, oh, there's Nazar, there's evil eye. And, you know, I hear some people say that. But then I also see that other people really don't care about black magic and evil eyes. So, you know, um, I personally think that we should understand and believe that it does exist i feel like a lot of people think that evil eye does not exist but if you are a muslim and you're in the muslim community yes it does exist i think that it does mostly exist in muslim community and you should definitely believe in it um but when it comes to 
caring about it or if we should fear about evil eye i personally think that we shouldn't be fearing these things we should just fear allah because obviously allah is the one who controls everything so i think that instead of fearing about um this uh evil eye i think we should be fearing allah more and you know we should just uh rely on allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but that obviously does not mean that you just completely forget about evil eye now just because i told you guys not to be scared about it because at the same time you should also remember that you need to protect yourself and um you know i feel like a lot of people might now think that oh you know it doesn't really matter now but you actually do have to protect yourself it's just like you know if you have an exam and you know you have to revise and you don't just re fully rely on Allah and not revise at all and thinking that Allah is going to give you all the answers to the exam because that's not true you do have to revise as well as um you know praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you need to have a balance of both um so that's why like you need to do both and just like that for evil eye you need to protect yourself and you need to make sure that you're praying to Allah so you can do both things and inshallah we will all be protected. Now what do you think? Is evil eye that serious and should we really be caring about it? Um, I think the evil eye is definitely true what you just said which is that we have to fear Allah but we also have to protect ourselves and stuff. But I, I care more about how we can actually stop this in a way but even though it's really hard but we have to really stop it. And I think that it should be discouraged in in the community in general because i think that for example if i'm having an evil eye and i'm feeling jealous about someone about someone's achievement and stuff um i get a signal in my brain and my heart straight away that i'm having negative emotions about this person for a post that might have posted you know on social media for something that they've posted on social media and i get straight away that feeling and i stop immediately but i, I realize that not everybody has this uh, mentality or this type of connection and stuff with the brain and heart so this can be very hard to actually remove completely but I think that um, it is mostly true to do with the negative emotions and I think that the more we um, we stay on social media and I'm going to be talking about how to stop in social media in a minute so um, I think that the more we consume this kind of stuff the more we're going to feel jealous about other people and the more like and also I think that the more evil eye we put on other people the more is likely to come back on us as well I think because we are going to be because we're always consumed with that thought that why is this person doing this why couldn't I do it and I'm going to make them you know i'm gonna cause harm on them and take that away from them when we forget when that allah has given them that thing and we don't have any right to take that away from them so that's why i think that evil eye is very serious matter and it should be controlled as much as it can be and yeah uh that is definitely um you know quite a good point um yeah i just think that you made a good point yeah, so I think that this comes to our last question of the podcast and that is how to protect ourselves from evil eye and what can we do about it in general as human beings ourselves without having to really go to a Rukia center or something like that to stop this. Uh, yes, I feel like a lot of you guys might be like wondering about this evil eye. Like, yes, we should protect ourselves, but how can we protect ourselves? Is the question. Now, personally, according to research, um, what we have found, or what my sister's found, is that we actually should, um, make certain duas. So basically, you should read, um, al falak al ikhlas and an nas three times after Fajr and after Maghrib. Let me repeat that again. So, Al-Falaq, Al-Ikhlas and An-Nas 
three times after Fajr and Maghrib and obviously it's recommended that you also do this like you know when you wake up and before you go to sleep because obviously you also get protected from the devils when you're sleeping um, and obviously Ayatul Kursi is also a very good um, you know Surah Dua that you can read quite regularly but these type of duas and surahs show that you are putting your faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you're protecting yourself and you know especially like you know, we've watched this lecture and it actually shows that if you, um, like put, give you, put, if you are always doing rem remembrance of Allah or doing dhikr quite regularly, you will soon realize that shaitan finds it much, much harder for you to be tempted by him. So if you like, for example, like you're watching bad things in the internet, it is more easier for shaitan to like, you know, tempt you rather than if you're doing dhikr because shaitan can't really come and interrupt. It's harder for shaitan. So it is better if you are actually like, you know, making these duas because it's harder for shaitan to come and it's harder for black magic to come to you and the evil eye for you to be affected by the evil eye. At the same time, I also think that another way to protect ourselves from evil eye is to always make sure to try to say Alhamdulillah, Mashallah, Allahumma Barak Allah or Tabarakallah whenever you have, a, whenever you hear a good news or whenever you find something good of yourself. So for example, you've just received a good grade, say Mashallah, Allahumma Barak Allah, Alhamdulillah, Tabarakallah, these things to protect yourself. And especially if you're telling someone else who might be jealous of you, like just say it just in case. And even in social media like if you're posting something good like just write alhamdulillah or mashallah tabarakallah allahumma barakallah those things in the bottom and as soon as that person reads it it's kind of like they just said it as well so yeah i think that's definitely quite a good thing and the last way i think in order to protect yourself or one of the ways is actually to also don't think highly of yourself because i feel like again you know you can actually sort of like be sometimes like a narcissist of yourself and if you like I mean obviously it's good to have a high self-esteem but if you actually start being like like really shocked about yourself and you think highly of yourself I'm not sure but I think you might sort of do evil eye to yourself like you know if you think too highly of yourself and like this is why you should never ask for tests and trials from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like yourself because if Allah has given you everything you should just be grateful and keep praying to him and don't just think oh now I have all the power so in order to protect yourself from evil eye just don't think highly of yourself and be humble even when you go out to people if you see a, a student who got lower than you and you got higher that doesn't mean that you now you should be like more highly of yourself just be humble but yeah that is sort of the ways that I think you should protect yourself from evil eye. I definitely agree with all the points that you have said, especially about the thing about when you post something, you should say Alhamdulillah in the captions or something like that. So in that way, the person, whoever reads it, they can also say it. And I think that was also one of my points uh, because I'm going to be specifically talking about, you know, social media and how to keep yourself maybe ward of any evil eye. I also think that um, in terms of social media and how to ward that off, I think that everybody should ensure to be themselves on social media, which means that not necessarily taking out all your sins and saying it all out loud in social media. But what I'm trying to say is that whatever imperfection you have, you should share it because in that way, everybody will think that you're just a normal human being and you have all imperfections like them. And in that way, they will not be thinking about you like, oh, I wish I had this like this person. I 
I wish that I had clear skin like this person when one day you can just post a picture of yourself with acne on and in that way with no makeup on and in that way everybody would think that you're just similar like them and nobody would would have an opportunity would have no reason to give you a, an evil eye I also think that um again checking your intention always always um makes all of a difference because if you're showing off if you're trying to show off and your intention is to show off something then you can obviously amend that before you actually post something so for example if you are posting maybe let's say you got a really good grade in a test and you ask yourself okay why am I posting this is it because I want to show off because that can mean I am you know um, gonna attract evil eye and if I'm doing this for inspiration because previously all the years I have been you know getting really bad grades on maths and now I suddenly got a good one so it might inspire others maybe that's the reason why I want to post it so you have to be very careful in what your intentions are and that goes back to my sister's point about um, saying in the captions, you know, mashallah, um, Allahumma barik Allah, and all those kind of things. In that way, the other person reads it off. And I also think that you cannot hide every single thing that you do good um, from social media because you're afraid of evil eye because you know, in a way that can inspire others. And I've seen many people who actually do share their successes and I don't think anything is wrong with their life. Um, you know, not everyone shares their negative parts of their life. But I like to believe that by hiding all of your good good things, like your, all of your successes, is not going to really make a difference. But I think that sharing here and there is a good thing and, and completely hiding it from me, it can be very weird. <laughs> and uh, yeah so I think that also I wanted to mention about um, people who might be actually affected by evil eyes so for example they might have gene possession or black magic or seher I think that these people should really really definitely go to and see a rukia center that is really highly qualified and they're very trustworthy people and they have a lot of references I think references is key for this because the more you know people find out the more you know that people went to these people and they got cured and they had a good experience that means that you should go there but obviously if you don't have that problem then you can protect yourself by whatever my sister just said before which is to say surah ikhlas falak and all those kind of surahs before you go to sleep and when you wake up and also before you go out say ayatul kursi i think that also really helps in not getting catching any jinns when you're walking and uh, yeah this is my answer uh, yes, I definitely agree with whatever points you've said and we would just like to also um, talk about a verse that Ibn Kathir um, actually used to show that evil eye definitely exists and um, it is actually from, uh, I think, Surah Al-Qalam Surah Al-Qalam and I think it's verse 51, so that's the reference and I quote And indeed those who disbelieve would almost make you slip with their eyes when they hear the message and they say indeed he is mad, end quote So this this verse clearly shows that Ibn Kathir is saying that when the meaning of slip with their eyes shows that um, evil eye does exist because if someone sees something amazing about you and you know they could potentially get jealous and this is why you should be extremely careful by doing uh, the things or the advice that we have said but if you want more advice you can always research more about how to protect yourself but um, I definitely think that these points are going to inshallah help you because let's be honest it's not really uh, that easy to hide everything good about yourself just like my sister said so if you have to show something 
check your intentions, say those duas, basically all the advice we've said. But hopefully we've answered all your questions or some of your questions or concerns about Evil Eye. Alhamdulillah, we have come to the end of our wonderful episode today. We really hope that inshallah you've learned something new. Also, if you did not know, we're trying our best to inshallah post a new episode every single day of Ramadan here on ABC Islam. If you're excited, please subscribe or follow us on our podcast platforms such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Most platforms are free and you don't even need to log on. Jazakallah khair for listening. May Allah bless us all and we will inshallah see you next time. Assalamu alaikum.